Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Happy birthday, Tiffany Amber Theerson. I remember her. From um, the, the TV show Saved by the Bell. Hope yeah. you're having a lot of fun with your friend Zach Norris. Um, uh, uh, BJ Mr. and the Bear, Mr. Belding, <laughs> Screech, the late, the, the late great Screech, yeah. uh, and and everyone else really, I suppose. In the uh, Jesse Spano, which is not off her head on pills, like she usually is. What are you talking about? What Jesse Spano? She's always off her head on pills, pet pills, so she can study for the big test. Who remembers? Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> who remembers on. Tiffany Amber Tearson's, uh turn in the 1999 vehicle Speedway Junkie, uh, crime drama. Written directed by Nicholas Perry. Is it um, now Speedway? Is it is it the sports Speedway or just a road Speedway? A Speedway road. <laughs> Don't really know anything about it. I just right. saw it on there. I thought that looks like an interesting. That looks like an interesting yeah. romp. I can't remember anything else. Tiffany Amber. When you said that, then yeah. I only just stopped myself instantly saying Baywatch. Was she, was she in Baywatch? I don't think she was. She was in, I think, a reboot of 90210, I think. Right. I think she wanted to do that. But um, good which on is, it. You never see her code, around. Which is the, that's, the, the, the name of that show is the zip code of Hartlepool. <laughs> it and is, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was when I was trying to get into um, age-gated um, uh, stuff when I was a kid. Are all your part- sometimes you had to type in your, 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 your zip code. Oh, your zip code. Zip code and your date of birth. And it was like 90210, baby. Are all Everyone's your passwords still 90210? 90210, forever flavour. Um, yeah. Hashtag hang time. Hashtag uh, get real. Hashtag cowbunger. There's only, one, <laughs> there's only one way to start the Luke and Pete show today. Mm. Uh, and that is to do something on admin level right. that I forgot to do many months ago. Okay. Um, so when I was over in the US, mm. uh, I talked a lot about LC's 3D printer, didn't I? Yeah. And you seem pretty interested in that. I did. You're interested in 3D printers generally, aren't you? Could be. Re- what's your interest out of ten in 3D printers? It's generally? not. I'm submit. It's not high, um, but I think it's fascinating that it's kind of given. It, it's sort of. Brought the power back to the people, I suppose, yeah. a little bit, hasn't it? You're a man of the world, you're a man yeah, of the people. Exactly. Um, and when we were there, what I didn't tell you was that me and LC set the 3D printer about its work, yep. and we printed you out a little present. Mm. Do you want it? I do want it. Good. A little wallet. I, see, you... I saw it on a, on, a, on a long lens. There it is. The Let's 3D, the 3D printed card holder, Pete. Beautiful. What do you think about that? I just can't believe that it has the tensile strength. It has the strength of... Of a thousand wallets, yeah, it does. But then it also has. I think you have to take that bit, bit of plastic in the middle out. I think. You what? I think there's a bit in the middle. You have to take out. No, it's all right. The fibers will be fine. Oh, well, that that bit yeah, in the middle. Yeah, you yeah. Got, I've got to separate the fibers there. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a little sort of mess. So you've got to get a knife in there, dig it around, and pull and pull. Which out is your middle. favorite thing to do? It, whatever love, it is. <laughs> I love. Get, I love jamming a knife in there. You just see it with a beef joint. I just seen in there. Yeah, it's fantastic. There you stuff. go. It's really good. That's stuff. from LC via me. I'll file down those. Uh, I'll file down those fibers. Those uh, tendrils. That's fantastic the most stuff. recent present LC's given you since that NASA T-shirt. It's very lightweight as well. Mm. Thank you very much, Elsie. It's very kind of you. He says, I mean, he's not here, but he, he would say, undoubtedly, you're very welcome. He's welcome. 
Yeah. Thank so you what a great much. start. What a lovely start. And what else would you like to see LC3D print for you? I don't know. A little figurine of you. Some self-respect? <laughs> Some self-respect. <laughs> remember, when, remember when I made that... Um, New career? <laughs> remember when I sent off for that uh, that 3D printed picture of Jim Campbell from the Rumble? Campbell from the Rumble. Hey, what happened to it? It's, it's like my, a bust, wasn't it? It's in my house and it keeps on... Every time I get something new on the um, shelves, um, my partner sort of moves it like further back. Yeah. So he's kind of retreating into the into the shelf. You don't want um, that to not make the full journey to Jim, do you? I mean, for some reason, why why would that stay in your house? No, I don't know. I, well, I, I think I showed him, and Jim, he didn't want it. He was disappointed in me. He was like, th- he basically said, "Why this? Why this now? Why have you done this?" Mm. Um, but I scanned his head with it using my mobile phone, and then uh, yeah, we printed out a little Jim Campbell. Because Jim's quite and an, not nervous because that sounds mean, but quite a sensitive person. Yeah. And yeah. so he probably immediately thinks, "Why are you doing that? Like, yeah. what, what's the I th- reason for that?" I think you're. I think Jim, compared to someone like Jules Breach, professionally, I would say, has nothing to lose, and that's only comparing him to Jules Breach, right? Because Jules is so good. Jules is so good. She, well, no, she's got she's got a lot of jobs. You know, she's got a lot of people oh, who, could, who could you could put. That's out, a really out of mean job. thing to say about Jim. That's not at all. Like, like as in, like Jules has got like lots of like you know, jobs that she could get in trouble from. Jim's kind of eked out a career where he's nobody's boss. He, out. He's nobody, he's got, not got a boss basically. Yeah. But Jules, cause she's on loads of different TV stations. Um, she, she, she does have to, um, be careful about what she says sometimes, sometimes. Right. Mm. And so when working with Jim and Jules, what makes me laugh is the last time we had something a bit spicy in the show. What was it? Jim, I can't remember, but Jim was really worried about it. <laughs> Right, I think it might have been um, Salt Bay um, throwing salt on Pele, uh, Pele's, <laughs> Pele's corpse. And Jules was laughing her head off and, it, and she wasn't bothered about it, but Jim was. Right. And I remember sort of thinking, Jim, who's going to tell you off? Yeah. Who's you go- you're more scared of people on Twitter than you are an actual boss. You and f- I think that's topsy-turvy, quite frankly. So what does that mean for the bust that you got him? Uh, he doesn't want it. No. It's in my house. Is and it, I just, I just worry about. In it his sometimes. defense, though, it's quite weird having a bust of yourself in your own house, isn't it? I'm not stabbing it or anything. No, but I mean, for <laughs> well, him, I haven't damaged the eyes. No, for him. Well, like a voodoo doll. No, yeah, right. If someone turns up at his house, there's the first time I've been to his house. He's oh, got a bust of himself. Like he's some kind of, you know, like Brendan. That Rogers would be very character. again, as everything I've just said. It's kind of everything's uh, that would be out of character. I think for Jim, he's not a man who uh, who's up himself, is he? Are you saying it would be out, would it would it be out of character for me? Um, maybe <laughs> to, a certain, to a lesser extent. <laughs> Let's make that very clear. Um, Peter, one of the best things to happen. Rory, my food's here. Can you go and grab it? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do a delivery? We're about to record. I didn't because you usually piss about. So I was like, well, I've got probably got ten minutes. What do you and mean I didn't by have, that? I didn't have ten minutes. What do you mean? What do we? You always go. I'm just going for a wee, or I'll go for a cup of tea, or I'll go and talk to somebody. I've got a phone call. There's always something. Who, who, which is fine. Put those things in order that you're less annoyed about. So what, what, what are you most annoyed about? I want things? you to never piss again. <laughs> I just want uh, a big balloon. Jim goes for pisses a lot. He does, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a notable pisser. Do you get up in the middle of the night and need to go for a piss? No, never. I don't either. No, I'm, 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 I'm quite pleased with but my... But that's quite uh, rare for men of our age. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. It's, um, I always go to bed with a um, almost full bladder. I'm just like, I'm going to fucking duke this out with my own bladder. I'm going to yeah. be like, I'm going to wake up every five minutes going, should really go to the loo. Oh, no, like, so you do oh. need to, you just refuse to go. Well, I'll go for what? You'll get bladder, you'll get one out of me an hour before we go to bed. But I'm not getting up again until yeah. I wake up covered in my own piss. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, do you, what's your kind of general kind of 
hydration routine in the in the hours preceding bedtime? Um, I think since I've got a soda stream, it's it's really took its toll on how much I need a piss. Right. Because <laughs> I'll because what I'll do is I'll cook food and I'll put loads of like MSG or it'll be a Chinese or it'll be KFC. So it'll be something very salty. And then about two hours later, I'm like, fucking hell, I'm so thirsty. Yeah. How has this happened? <laughs> what kind of recipes have you done on the soda stream? Uh, just water, just just fizzy water. Yeah. But I give it. They recommend like three pumps. I like bang it like six. Yeah, uh, like so that when you actually kind of you take it out of the machine, release it, it from takes your breath pressure. Away. It takes your breath yeah, away because yeah. it's, it's just pure carbon dioxide. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. It's exciting though, isn't it? Yeah. Don't bring it into Don't the studio, it- <laughs> Rory. You can't eat it in here. For yes. goodness' sake. Delicious. For goodness' sake. Delicious. Thank you, Rory. Yeah, that's that's way outside your uh, you, job Roy, description. Yeah. You but thank should, you. Yeah, for the, we should not. If there's any employment lawyers listening, you should be not. You should not be doing that. <laughs> thank you very much, though. Yeah. On Pete's behalf, I um, make you a cup of tea every morning. So have some respect. Making teas, all right, isn't it? Making teas, all right, isn't it? I made. I've had three this morning. I made one on my own. One on your for yourself. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Prince Charles with the new pair of socks every day. <laughs> Fuck I've got, off. I've got the fingers as well. Okay. I got to say, which, which is why I can't make my own tea because my fingers are just like King, King Charles's fingers. Yeah, big sausages. I, I was telling my sister about that the other day, and um, I said to her, "You know about King Charles's fingers?" She's like, "No." Yeah, and I was like, "It's a thing. Like, it's a thing, isn't it? It's a fingers. Yeah, it's a thing." Yeah. She's like, "Oh, show me a picture." Showed her a picture, and she was like, "Well, that's that's photoshopped." I was like, that's not as real. It's his actual figures. And I realised I was actually showing the one someone that photoshopped it with the sausages. Oh, right. And I undermined my own argument. Yeah, she, yeah, had, yeah. She, didn't, she didn't know what was up and what was down after that. Yeah. So that's yeah. her first exposure to the fingers. Yeah. Mad. Maybe she might think that they are actually sausages. I don't know. Uh, but do you reckon he's sort of like, do you reckon he, you know, like those bodybuilders, you know, those shit bodybuilders that aren't actually bodybuilders. They don't do any working out, but they inject their muscles with um, that light Lysol oil, that kind of oil. It's stuff. like a weird oil solution, yeah. Yeah, it's weird oil. And, 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 you know, bodybuilders do that anyway to give them a bit of, get, get, give them a bit of pop at a competition. But, um, you don't want these guys, in, do you? you know, popping. I mean, they look, I mean, most of them just get fucking horrible cysts. But, um, but they sort of, but they, but they just keep injecting because it, it, pumps up the muscle but they just look like these out like really sort of misshapen monstrosities it's a weird thing. and they're pretending that they're sort of working but out all you, the time look at my muscles should you be laughing about that though uh, isn't yes it, isn't it a disorder uh, what do you body mean body dysmorphia kind of disorder isn't it well I think well, well like you sort of go well, look at people who sort of have bad um, uh, like just go overdo it with the old um, botulism you know what I mean it's like it's vanity at the end of the day isn't it botulism do you yeah. mean botox yeah what do you think botox is botulism is it yeah Injecting fucking botulism into your face. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, it makes the body go, Oh god I'm gonna I'm gonna puff out the old puff out the old face. Like uh Brooklyn Beckham's cooking channel. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean Yeah, I mean that that uh anyway. that, that steak that he cooked was uh was looked awful. Even for you. Awful. Even for me. I know. You love anything. it raw, yeah. don't you? Maybe oh, I like it raw. <laughs> so one of the best times of the year, I think we can mm. all agree, was that um last week yes. London Zoo started their um, annual stock take. Right. Okay. Well, it's just... sort of going like, like uh, Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Basically exactly like Noah. Right. Although he had a lot, he had his, he had his work made a lot easier for him because he only had two of everything. Didn't exactly. He? So yeah. it was pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but every year, um, the zookeepers at London Zoo, they count the thousands of animals at London Zoo. <laughs> and and it's, it looks like an amazing job. And I'd like to, the, the problem is, I guess you can't pick and choose. Because if I turned up and volunteered and I said, I just want to do the stock take the chimps right no not just the stock take I'm, oh you, you wouldn't even do the full stock take I ain't doing the centipedes the crickets the crickets no oh, did I tell you I once so I told you about my 
annual month well, it was a monthly thing for a year taskmaster thing my mate said you've, you've told this story three times on this podcast what cricket people are going to kill you cricket yeah okay yeah. it's good though isn't it <laughs> This this isn't like you. I'm the one who forgets things and repeats stuff. But I would usually let you do it. But I think it's three times now. Now I frighten myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the stock time. You bought a load of crickets on the internet. Yeah, bad guy. And sent them to someone. Bad lad. That's that's as, that's as bad lad. I get. Imagine if it was an invasive species. And like, they shouldn't be selling them then. You're like Jimi Hendrix's that's, parakeets. That's not my responsibility. If I'm going to buy animals, <laughs> I want the, the 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 law to have taken care of that. <laughs> What do you mean? As in, like, you, you need to be protected f- from yourself, effectively? No, I, I just think that I should be operating within the parameters of what's acceptable. Right, okay. I, I, I'm not, go- not going to go and buy a, something from, you know, from sub-Saharan Africa or something, and right. bring it here, or from Australia. Or, if, if, I'm a, if, if you could buy it at Pets at Home, you're allowed to put it to somebody. If it's a UK address... <laughs> and, I, and I've bought it in it from a UK-based right. site. I should be scot-free, shouldn't I? Yeah, but I mean, there's degrees, isn't there? Like, if you bought, if you went to like a butcher's and bought like the, the you know, a, a half a fucking cow, right, or half a pig or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm fairly certain you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> just, you always just see You always see magging up. It's yeah. one of them, yeah. and you just threw it into a, a Yorkshire bank. Yeah, like that's. I mean that's not necessary in the lot, but it's like it's not like a, a confusing crime. It's a, it's people a, would be like, "What's the angle?" Exactly, yeah. exactly. So like, what have they been up to? What have the Yorkshire Bank been up to? I don't know. Yeah. But I would say that like it's you can do it. Like you you've bought the pig and you've thrown it in the and you've you've you carried it around the Yorkshire Bank, right? It's I'm, not I'm, illegal. I'm a it's Santander man, by the way. So, All right, if yeah. you went on Santander yeah. wearing the carcass, like uh, when. Um, when the man out of Star Wars climbs in that um, beast. Or the guy at the Capitol building with the... Uh... Exactly. Yeah. So if you wore the pig's sort of carcass over the top, like an exoskeleton, right? Yeah. And walked around Santander going, I just need to process a check. I, I just need check? to process a check. That's the never go in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so I was making checks. And, um, old old relatives. Old relatives. Yeah. What are you doing for them? Yeah, um, the, yeah it's, 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 it's legal, but it's kind of like, what? This is, a bit, this is a bit naughty. It's a bit antisocial, I think. I should have got a whole pig carcass and posted that to someone. Yeah. Instead. It's, it's, that's more threatening though, isn't it? They're Filled also with crickets. Genuinely, they are both vegetarians as well. Oh, so no. that wouldn't, I couldn't have done that. I yeah, done well, that. at least they were alive animals. But it's just, it's just a, you're just a nuisance and, yeah. and you've consigned those crickets to a confusing end of their lives. Would you like the zookeeper's job um, of the stock take? I would, but I, I think... I would very much like some guarantees that if it all went wrong, I wouldn't be held accountable. Because if you had like three tigers and then you've only got two, I don't want either. I don't want to know. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving <laughs> yeah. immediately. I'm like, where's that one gone? No, we we did then this morning. We've definitely got three. What's going on? <laughs> what? I don't know why they need to do it for everyone, every species. Uh, what do you mean? As in, like, does it matter if they've got nineteen penguins or twenty? I think you've got yeah, but you've got to buy you you presumably you don't feed um, fish individually, so you'd have to measure so you can up or down their their amount of food no, that you're I'm, giving them every but, day. But what I'm saying is, if you if, can't you can't feed twenty penguins with nineteen penguins amount of food. But if one of them's gone missing, crazy. they should have noticed before that. They're going to be ze- you can't gonna... rely on that once a year. What happens if they die in February? What nothing, are you eleven months to realise? as good as skinny penguin field. <laughs> Lucky Moore over there. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, okay, penguins is a poor example. What about um, butterflies in the butterfly house? Right, okay. Right? How are you keeping a handle on that anyway? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you... Because they look like a stick insect. I can't find any of them. 
<laughs> like loads of sticks. Nobody talks about stick insects anymore. They were so big in the 90s Hartlepool scene. They used to be a big pet in the, the 90s. Yeah, in the 80s, 90s. They used to like horrible reason. looking things. They looked like sticks. They were. They didn't they didn't do anything. Yeah. They were sort of padded around. But people went through a phase of... Because you never see them naturally in England, do No, you? never. never. I've <laughs> never <laughs> once... But maybe that's why, the point. Why were they here? But maybe that's the point. Yeah. But they're not native to the UK, are they? No, why are they? They, well, they shouldn't be here. What, what if we can't just let them out? Yeah, they're not. They're not native at all. I don't think anywhere. People went through a phase in the nineties of getting pets that they didn't have to do anything with. Right, that's what happened. Tamagotchi. Exactly. So that, that's the apex, the apotheosis of the genre. Right there, the Tamagotchi. That, that's never really made a comeback, has it? Or are they still big in Japan? I think they did. I think it did come back about a year and a half ago. Uh, tam, tamagotchi, tamagotchi. Oh. Tamago. Yeah. It's egg. I just right. realised that. That's why it's egg shed, isn't it? Right. And what's, what's, what's the ochi bit at the end? I don't bloody know. You should know this by I now. I don't know. And Sorry. speaking of that part of the world, by the way, do you see South Korea have changed the way they measure people's age? All right. I never even knew this was a thing. Yes. I, I, yeah. It, I would say in, in Japan it's even more con- confusing because people's sort of date of birth, so it depends on what ep- emperor's in fucking power. Tell me Mental. more about that. What do you mean? That's a, the limitations of my knowledge. Right, okay. But I literally, when you see their date of birth, it sort of says the 43rd year of the Meiji era or whatever. You know, it's kind of like, it, it, it's all... So they don't use the traditional don't, Christian yeah. calendar? I mean, why should they? No, really? I'm not I saying mean, they should. But, just... but, it's, but it's just kind of confusing when I literally was in a, a, a cab with a taxi driver who looked about 99 years old and his card said he was 99 years old or, or 89 or something. I was like, how is he still driving a cab? Uh, but he wasn't actually quite as old. He just looked like absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking in his cab. But in South Korea, apparently you are one year old at birth. Yeah, so they count I like the gestation. That. That's adorable. Kind of, it does make sense yeah. in a way. Adorable. Well, I'm not saying that, I don't want to be culturally insensitive here, but the, it, the world being the way it is now, it would lend itself to having a bit of uniformity on that kind of thing, right? Because people move... But, yeah, uh, quite, you can't like, really freely, get away right? with. Yeah, you can't really get away, get away with that. So, so it used to be that, and now they've changed to our system or the system of the rest right. of the world. Have they? I don't know. No, I, I, I guess they have. So, right. I mean, because now it's going to be from birth. Yeah, which is which is what you know what everyone else does, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I will say it doesn't matter because they always look pretty good. In Korea, <laughs> like they look absolutely. I mean, it helps the plastic surgeries everywhere, but is it really? They look, they look absolutely smashing for the longest time. The Koreans. It's I really well, it's in, and plastic surgery is a big cultural thing there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that. Mm. All right. Anyway, let's have a quick break, um, and when we come back, we are gonna do maybe a couple of emails. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of other things in here for mm-hmm. people to listen to, Peter, which is basically the name of the game. Yeah. Um, we've also got some um, consumer, some more consumer advice as well. Um, so that'll be something to look out for. So we'll see you in a minute. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. It's the Luger Beach Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. And uh, yeah, keep it short, Luke. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. Bloody yeah. What did you order, by the way? Uh, a honey poke. This was kind of weird Hawaiian sort you, of You really do dishes. live the brand. You and John love that Pokeball place. I do. I got John into it. Uh, it's delicious. Honey, I'm home, it says on the side of the bag. I, I saw that, <laughs> um, Dan Heron on Twitter. We are at Luke and Pete Show on you Twitter. You Dan Heron? Yeah. That sounds... Get, you come back here, you Dan Heron. It sounds a bit like an insult, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, he said um, he's taken issue with the fact that a couple of weeks ago I said Roxette are better than Pulp. He says Roxette are better than Pulp is the maddest thing I've heard on this podcast. And my God, is that saying something? <laughs> and can I, just, can I just make that... Completely agree. Can I clarify this? Do you mind if I clarify this? I just think it's just going to be another torrent of nonsense. Yeah, well, it probably will be. <laughs> so you, right. you might as well crack open your Pokeball. Uh, um, <laughs> I said that for a couple of reasons. One is because... I it's pissed me off. More than two reasons. One of them is definitely to annoy you, yeah. because I, I find it inexplicable that you say Pulp are your favourite band. Yeah. Um, but on the one hand, I do kind of get it, because I look at you and I go, yeah, he would like that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff? Yeah. Just like you know, apologi- apologetic beta male. How is kind it apologetic? Of, it's very... Beta male, all it? of the songs are about him fucking uh, mums. Are they? On Sheffield council estates. It was him just basically dressing himself up as this legendary swordsman. So I'm coming around to it now. Sheffield Sex City. I, I, I find Jarvis Cocker a bit annoying. Yeah, he is annoying. He is annoying, but you're annoying because you're everywhere, aren't you? You know. I'm yeah, not. he is annoying. He is annoying. Yeah. Fine. Uh, and I also think that Roxette have got stronger singles. They're much better singles. They're a much better singles band than pulp, I would say. I mean, I mean that's been road tested, I would say. But I would no. I, I mean, they're not better singles band, but I think they're you know they're a pop. They're a, they're more of a pop act. They're more of a. Hmm. You got very confused by your Scandinavian pop bands on that episode. I, I did, yeah. That. I cleared it up. I'm, I'm you, fairly certain. You, you, you didn't clear it up. That's I the did thing. You clear didn't it up. Not really. It's a bass man. Yeah, I know, but you that was. I did, yeah. But as long as you, you're allowed to say stuff, but as long as you clear it up immediately, legally. I think it's alright, <laughs> but I don't. I I didn't feel I, being empathetic for a second. If I was in, um, who's who was it? Roxette, Roxette's camp. I'd be annoyed. Yeah, for five minutes they'd be like, "Oh, they're it's fine, it's fine." Do, on the phone, their lawyer. It's fine. He, he meant air so bass. Like, yeah, they are wrong. And yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, make it embarrassing us. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, we're guilty by association. What's Peter Bjorn and John done? <laughs> yeah, they pushed through. In, who went to a geezer? <laughs> <laughs> so confusing an analogy, isn't, isn't that Iceland? Yeah, it's all up that way, isn't it? Sigur Ross. Say Sigur Ross. Sigur Ross. They're Icelandic, aren't they? That's what I'm saying. Well, right. Peter Bjorn and John. Peter B- Where's Peter Bjorn and John? They're not Icelandic, mate. Well, Peter Bjorn and John. Yeah, now they're Roxette. You've got oh, you're saying the geezers are from. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying there's no geezers in, in Sweden? Well, Surely there's got to be a few. Iceland is known Next to a fjord. The only two places I know from direct experience about those. They call, do you say geezers or is it geysers? Geysers, geezers. Yeah. Gazers. I think Americans say gazers. Yeah. <laughs> gazers. Uh, is, is Rotorua in New Zealand uh, and Iceland. Right. And I played football for a couple of guys in New Zealand who fell into one of those and really badly burnt his leg. About, I mean, what's he doing near it? He slipped in. He's about 14 mucking about. And he slipped Mucking about one. near a geezer. Yeah. Unbelievable. Slipped into one. Um, we've all mucked about near a geezer. We have, yeah. We haven't we? Um, can I change the subject entirely? Yep. And, you know, and say that you know I'm a fan of... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> of um, the documentary maker Ken Burns. Yes. Do you know that or not? Uh, is he related to Geezer Burns? <laughs> he did. He did the Vietnam War, which is that nine-part series on Netflix, and he did the Civil War, which right. is a massively famous documentary series in the US. He's just pulled another one out. It's on iPlayer now called The US and the Holocaust. Right. And it is about America's um, treatment and behavior and activity around the treatment of the Jews leading up to the Second World War. It's very, very interesting. Right. I recommend it. It's three two-hour-ish episodes. Let me guess. Don't cover themselves in glory? <laughs> not exactly, no. It's not, not, Same not, way they treat the Japanese in, well, in yeah, the US? That's, that's mentioned. <laughs> it's not a shiny example. No, but it's okay. very, very interesting, very insightful. Mm. And for example, and I learned about this anyway um, before, but it's really interesting to think that in the 19th... So obviously the Second World War started in 1939. Mm. In, the, in the 40s, so after war has broken out in Europe, there are properly out, you know, openly anti-Semitic businessmen like Henry Ford mm. building vehicles for the Nazis. Yeah. And, and, the, and the Nazi policy at that time was because it was a you know, national socialist um, operation, of course, was that companies that operated in Germany at that time had to refund their profits back into the country. Right. So you weren't allowed to take any profits out. Okay. So the point being that for something like Ford, Henry Ford's Ford Motor Company, they weren't even doing it for profit. No, in that, they were just doing it because there was no profit to be had. Right, they were just they were just doing it. Yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. Given the American narrative around the fact that they essentially, along with the Russians, helped the West win the Second World War, mm. isn't it so weird to think about that? It's, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just endlessly. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what goes wrong in your brain. Maybe it's like a fucking night of oxygen when you when you're born. Like that anti-Semitism seems to be very alluring to people. Yeah. It is, isn't when, it? Though, when consistently, when like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why. It's like sort of going, "Oh, I hate these ghosts!" Like they have no, I have no concept of what, where, where it comes from. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I got, like I moved down from to London, and I could not tell you who was Jewish and who wasn't Jewish, hmm. and and what characteristics anyone held. And that I guess that's just racism. Was in there a, any in Jewish a, profile in Hartlepool? There's a Jewish cemetery, which I didn't even know about. I just, I just don't think there's... The, I just, of course there is, but like, I, again, you just fucking don't yeah. know. But obviously in London, you see like Hasidic Jews and it's a bit more visible, I guess, in, yeah. in certain areas, like around like where I used to live in, in, in North London. But like... Well, your treatment of Hasidic Jews has been well documented. <laughs> yeah, I know. Obviously it's just me trying to atone for my hate crime um, several feet in the air. Several thousand uh, feet in several the air. Several which thousand doesn't make it okay. Air. <laughs> international airspace is not an excuse work for the money plane that's <laughs> all I'm saying <laughs> for popping a blister all over a Jewish lady, over Jewish lady yeah. um, anyway it's worth watching if, you, yeah. if you're looking for something to watch and you, you're torn around on the iPlayer I would recommend that obviously not very heartwarming no. uh, story but an interesting one nonetheless my wife always laughs at me says I only ever watch stuff like that grim stuff I don't know why maybe I am interested in that kind of thing maybe because my life is pretty good pretty, pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, anyway, uh, here's another email. Um, we want to keep anonymous about um, about Wayfair. Okay, right. <laughs> more Wayfair. I've really tapped into something here. No, you've, no, you've just mentioned Wayfair. So everybody else who's got, it's like, we're not fucking Watchdog. I feel like Dominic Littlewood. It's a potential death trap. The little bald fella. <laughs> I feel like him. And a bit of Martin Lewis. All right, yeah, cool. Martin Lewis is doing a podcast on the BBC now. Is he? What's he, he up to? Ironically, you can make loads more money doing it outside of the BBC, <laughs> couldn't you? Money saving expert, yeah. Fucking you're Lewis, fucking, you idiot. You're saving the BBC money <laughs> by doing that on a retainer. Do it for Santander. Yeah, do it for, for, out loud. Do it for any podcast company that isn't the BBC. <laughs> um, 
He says, hi, Luke. I mean, it's going to be a man, isn't it? So he says, hi, Luke and Pete. Please keep me anonymous because um, I don't want people to know who I am. Off the back of Luke's experience with Wafer, I wanted to share a story of how I can completely believe Wayfair managed to fuck up like this. And I can imagine Luke was one of thousands who experienced the same thing, meaning Wafer have lost out big time. Um, the company I work for does deliveries for various furniture companies. And one of the services we offer is a seven-day delivery service where customers can pay for home delivery to arrive within seven days as the order. The day they make the booking is cast as day zero within our company, so technically it's eight days after the booking is made. <laughs> when a customer pays, we take a pre-authorization for the full delivery fee from the customer's card, which is held by our payment provider company until the delivery has been marked and completed. We almost always waited the full seven days to deliver so we could batch as many items together in certain areas to maximize the route efficiency. This is eight days after the customer has placed the booking. However, our payment provider only holds the full delivery fee for a maximum of seven days. So by delivering eight days after the customer placed the order, our card authorization has expired, meaning we couldn't take the payment when the delivery was marked as completed. No one in our company picked up on this for over two years, meaning that for tens of thousands of deliveries, we never actually took the payment, totaling over half a million pounds of revenue in two years. Come on. Well, yeah, like, I love when really successful companies have these massive fucking holes in them. I love them. Love it. Finishes by saying, our company decided that it would be a good idea to message all these customers, some a full two years after the event, and ask them to pay for their delivery retrospectively. It's safe to say, not, not many, many people, people paid. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? Yeah. So good. Good luck with that one, big yeah. man. I would have paid in full. I would have paid double. Would you? Yeah. What? Because of the confrontation? Scared of the police. <laughs> The police aren't going to be bothered with that. The police are going to come round and go, give them £20. As we heard about on the Football Ramble the other day, they're targeting people who are illegally streaming Premier League games. They right? are, yeah. They've got time. The police aren't, so that's the thing about um, that kind of thing. That's why, that's why I ran the gauntlet with Enterprise. Yeah. Just, just, they'll walk away eventually. They've got, have they got, um, have, the, have ACAST and the advertising companies now got the AI thing where they can listen to stuff to hear what you're talking about and then target their advertising more effectively? Not quite yet. <laughs> it's because, fine. Because... Bloody welfare. There's a good chance Enterprise could come up on this. You reckon? And they, and they could go. They're mentioned Enterprise all the time. We should advertise on the show. Oh, really? And, and okay. it'll be the opposite, won't it? Yeah, okay. Oh, it'd be me Shame. telling people to not use Enterprise. Which <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't. Who's on the shit list? Welfare and Enterprise. My friend Duncan's got an amazing blacklist of companies that he sticks to. Okay. Like, nice. Like, okay. Like religiously. Yeah, but and one but, of them is Amazon. Really? And he's never used them. That is making your life quite difficult in 2023, one would suggest. It's a running joke with us. Right. He can't ever send like. He has to really think about birthday presents where he get them from and stuff. Because <laughs> that's uh, a nightmare. And otherwise, British Airways. He's got a big thing about them. I quite like British Airways. It's always been good to me. Yeah. Um, one of them he took on behalf of someone else because they were rude to his friend's disabled mother, and that's Marks and Spencers. <laughs> no, Can I, mean, I say all this stuff? Am I, this is not slanderous, is it? No, like, I mean, it happened. Sort of... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm again with a lot of these kind of like fringe um, uh, situations. I sort of go. I'd love to see it in cart. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I told you, I mean, if we got a cart, it'd be good for us, wouldn't it? You have a bit of trivia apart for from him. the Apart from the swimming. Yeah. Apart from the have, money we've got to pay out. The other bit of the trivia about <laughs> him is that he lives on the same road as Justin Lee Collins. Remember him? Yes. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. What's he up to now? Just, I was getting people sending him crickets, I imagine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wrong address. Yeah. Wrong address. I bought myself a moisture meter uh, today on uh, Amazon. What's that for? To detect moisture. Yeah, I understand that. Why'd you buy it? Because uh, I've got rising damp in the uh, in the back room, uh, which 
was clearly covered up by a previous owner. D- didn't come up in the survey? No, because they're a waste up. of money. Well, no, it did come up. And, and the, 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 the previous people explained it away as there used to be a radiator behind it. and so, A radiator might have fucking helped. Might have dried it out a bit. Yeah, definitely yeah. would have. But, uh, yeah, we, Speaking of the survey, we had a massive crack open up in our house after mm. that drought in the summer. Right. And the guy came and looked at it. And um, he was like, oh, because, you know, to the untrained eye, mm. it looks bad. Yeah. Like, you don't want it. You're like, that's a, that's a crack all the way through the wall of my house. What, as in, like, the bricks? Yeah. Complete. Wow. There's a fill of draft. You can fill a draft and everything. Whoa. Yeah. That's uh, exciting. Yeah, I know. It's covered by home insurance, yeah. house insurance. But he said that, um, it's one of those things, isn't it? If you, if you I don't know, if, you like, if you're a doctor and you see a broken leg, mm. you're like, okay. Piece of piss. Yeah. yeah. If, if you and I see a broken leg, that should not look like that's, that. <laughs> that's on the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and he turned up and was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. It'll be all right. Get, knit the brickwork back together. I'll be fine. Knit Easy. the brickwork back together. Yeah, they put these hexagonal kind of ties in. Right. And they, it encourages it to close up and then they plaster it. Like a broken board? Cement it. Yeah, basically, yeah. And um, he was saying to me, this guy, because you know, as, as a running thread on this show. is it? it was it cracked through the through the bricks or were the bricks still what part of this can't you grasp the crack was it like were the bricks individually cracked or was it just a separation of the mortar individually cracked whoa so through the through the thick outside wall You've been, well, what's happened is it's been built trying on... trying to do that Levi's advert from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to run through the wall. No one will get that. No. No one will get that. <laughs> it's because the house is built on London clay, and it dried out in the drought in the summer, Yeah, and it moved, right. and it cracked the brickwork. What happens is, te- what tends to happen when it starts to moisten again, it expands, and the crack closes a bit. Right. So if, you, if you're listening to this, and you've got a crack in your brickwork, get someone professional to look at it, because you cannot just clo- fill it yourself. No. If you fill it yourself, and it closes again, it's bad news. Don't okay. do that. Right. Um, so you've got to wait for it to settle, basically, and then it can be repaired. But the guy who turned up, who obviously I found quite an interesting fellow. Who, who did you? Who did you ring? Like a builder's firm? Just bring your home insurance company. Uh, call your house insurance, and they recommend someone, or they just bring. They sent someone. They sent a loss oh. adjuster out and a building expert, a structural engineer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. And um, I said to him, do "You do a lot of these claims," and mm. he said, "Look, in South East London, it's everywhere. So basically, my whole day, every day, is taken up by this brick." And he, and he said to me, "Oh, yeah, this morning I was at a house." Um, and it had a, had a crack in it so big I could put my hand through it. Nice. And he said, but the houses are so well built around it, they won't fall down or anything. It just needs to be fixed because it looks a bit rubbish. Shit. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. and, it, and it's, it's a draft. There's a draft coming through, basically. Whoa, that's exciting. It was quite exciting, but my wife was really really Concerned. upset about it. Yeah, so like, she, that's our house. Yeah, so we had that's to... That's our house, Luke. But the point I was going to make is that, that didn't come up in the survey. No. At no point in the survey, which I fucking read, because it's the first house I bought, did they say... Crack might appear it's, it's built on this subsiding London clay. Mm. And no, no one said that. No. And, and then also I had to have the roof fixed as well about three years after I moved in. So they're not doing anything, these fuckers. They're just ticking boxes. <laughs> that's why you're rising damp. That's why rising damp, that's why you're rising damp sort of now. Didn't get, didn't get um, detected at all, Peter. Got to drill a big hole in the fucking wall now. Are you, are you going to do that yourself? Oh, Donnie's going to fix it, baby. You're not going to get a bigger boy? Nah. i got some damp-proofing rods. I'm going to fucking drill the fuck out of the wall. Do you know what a damp-proofing rod is? Looks like a glue stick. And is, is your partner I think, yeah, I think, I think this, this one might... I think this one was the one that worried her the most out of all the things. Are you I still doing it anyway? Doing it anyway. Yeah. Got a drill, haven't I? When are you doing it? Tomorrow. Rep- oh, report back. Report back. That'll be great. Yeah. And, I think and- it'll be fine. I'm going, to, I'm going to test it. When I get back off holiday, I'll test it again, see if the rising damp has uh, dried out a bit. So you drill a hole in, put these little glue sticks in. So these glue sticks, I think it's like a chemical that will spread out across the mortar in a line, effectively, uh, that, that they'll just uh, discourage water from rising from the floor, the depths, the briny depths. 
Wow. 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 You got you've got my support there. I can't wait to see how that turns out. Don't Well, do bearing it. in mind when I pulled off the the uh, skirting board to install these rods, um they'd clearly packed up a hole in the wall with some shit cement and where the mortar had come out of of between some of the bricks, they just jammed a bit of wood in. <laughs> like Fuck a shiv. Just put put a bit of wood in. Don't do anything you're not comfortable with. Jesus Christ, I'm comfortable with everything. <laughs> she actually said that. <laughs> Don't do anything a normal person wouldn't be comfortable right, with. Right, okay, fine. Right, let's get out of here. Go away and get, right. your, uh, go get your poker bowl. Yeah. Um, we'll see you all, all next time. Um, thank you very much for listening. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com is the email address. Um, keep sending your consumer, consumer, your consumer subjects yeah. in. Yeah. And uh, we'll speak to you next time. And at Luke and Pete Show on the social media as well. Say goodbye, Peter. Bye-bye. Goodbye from me too. <laughs> Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.